Welcome back to Firewall. I'm your host, Bradley Tusk. This is a Tuesday episode, uh, so he, with us is Hugo, our friend and producer. But there's a few different things that are happening at the moment that, Hugo, you were very concerned that I make sure the audience uh, kind of knows what's going well, on. Well, I'm looking out so, for the audience, Bradley, as I, I do, that. you know, yeah, no, because I, I don't just, want you to run over them. I like, would just you know? jump right into it. You're totally right. So these are the housekeeping things. Housekeeping thing number one. Um, I am out of town for a couple of weeks, so this episode... Uh, will run on Tuesday the 13th, and then there will be um, some dealer's choice selection by Hugo for the 20th of one of the best of that we've ever done. A buried treasure. A buried treasure, yeah. An old and, episode and then of Bradley's. The Thursday episode I might even take be, one of like the first ones. Like It's going to be like a DIY. Do you know who the first guests were? Megan no. remembers. Steve, Steve Hilton and Reshma Sanjani. Yeah. Maybe I could drive Jack crazy by having him like stitch together like like six early. Jack like, is our editor and Megan's brother. So uh, <laughs> Megan is is here. Uh, our friend Amber Ducarmont is here, close friend of Hugo and mine, and she was in town, so she came by to hang out with us. Um, it's so much we had just like a fan club in here. <laughs> yeah, Megan so, and Amber. So here here's how we're gonna do this, which is. Um, we're going to have a cover specific topic today that has nothing to do with current events. It has to do with, with time management. Um, and I made a list. So the, the history is this. So my trainer, a guy named Rohan Hales, um, is huge into just sort of self-improvement, self-help, productivity, efficiency, whatever he can do to make himself and his mind kind of better he wants to do. So he's always recommending books to me. And he recommended one called 4,000 Weeks, Time Management for Mortals by a guy named Oliver Brookman. And he was just adamant that I read it. So I downloaded it because uh, we didn't have it in the store. I started reading it. And I sent him a note and I said, look, man, it, this guy is sort of talking on and on and on about sort of how hard society's expectations are around having time for everything and how unreasonable they are and how the structure is wrong. And I get it, but I don't feel this way. You know, I kind of feel like there's always plenty of time for everything. Um, and I recognize that that's not how most people feel about most stuff. Um, and so he said to me, sort of in a very logical way, well, why, right? And so some of it is innate, right? I happen to work quickly. I happen to think quickly. I happen to write quickly. I happen to make decisions quickly. Um, but, you know, as I thought about it, I came up with a list of 20 different things that I do that do allow me to sort of save time and be more efficient and get more done. And so the point of this episode is to share those ideas. Some of them may be things you already do. They may be things you haven't thought of yet and want to give a shot. It may be things that you think totally don't work. Um, and we'll also publish this, right? So we're going to put this yep, up on we'll, our on our medium. We'll put them up on our too. Yep, yep, it's already written. Um, and, you know, some of these you may think that, I, you know, I'm saying, oh, anyone can do this. And you're like, no, that's just because you have your weird particular you know, set of skills and flaws. But but overall, I think there's going to be some useful knowledge here. So I would say this. If what you're looking to hear about is Ron DeSantis or AI regulation or anything like that, that's not this episode. We have some of those in the vault, though. You can go okay. back and listen to them. Tons of those in the vault. Um, but if the question, if, if your interest is, hey, this guy seems like he gets a lot of shit done in a relatively brief period of time, what can I learn from that that would allow me to feel less anxious and stressed about time management than stick around? All right. I hit stick around like we now have a commercial, but yeah. we don't have commercials. We don't have commercials. So then it was just an awkward It's all sort a big of, commercial for you, really. really. That's what the whole thing is. Yeah, that we know. <laughs> so, all right. I'm just going to start going through them. Um, number one, I do things right away, right? So I get an email. I get a text. If it's at all possible, I just respond to it, right? I don't put it off. Um, and that's not just emails and texts, but like, for example, 
Tuesday morning, I send money via Zelle to our nanny and to our housekeeper, right? She gets out at four o'clock in the morning? Yeah, because as soon as it hits me Tuesday morning to do it, I just do it. I don't be like, okay, well, that's on the list to do th for things on Tuesday morning. And it takes three minutes and that's done. And then it's off the list. So generally speaking, whatever I can do in the moment, I do do in the moment. And I, and I think that makes a big difference. And then number two, for emails that I just can't deal with immediately, I just use that little star function that Gmail has and every system has its own equivalent of that. And then whenever there's a spare moment, I go back through the start list and just knock off everything that's that's starred. So the goal is to always have zero inbox at all times and keep starting mails to no more than sort of half a dozen um, at any given time. And so as long as I can keep doing that, stuff doesn't fall through the cracks. But at the same time, if things need to be dealt with later, there's a system for remembering to do it. Um, third is multitasking. I don't know that this is a great personality trait overall. Um, I'm trying hard generally to be a lot more present in everything that I do. But with that said, just not everything requires 100% of your brain power, right? Uh, or your attention or anything else. And I feel like, no, it's just like an asshole. You've got right? much better podcasts because you used to like be on your phone like other half stuff, the time. Right. Yeah. yeah. But in a lot of other stuff still, I, I just feel like I know what they're going to say to me. <laughs> <laughs> 10 minutes before they fucking say it. And that turns out to be right most of the time. And so, like, why can't I at the same time write a column or look at a deck or answer emails? How often are you, like, shocked when you're, like, working on an email and then someone says something completely un unexpected? I'm thrilled when that fucking happens. Right. You know how boring it is? <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. Um, so I do a lot. So I look Zoom for sure. If you're on a Zoom with me and it seems like I'm not paying attention, it's because I'm not paying attention. Uh, I'm doing other work. In fact, I have come to realize now that Sometimes I want a meeting to be in person because I want to be focused and I don't have the ability to do that over Zoom. I, I do my therapy over regular telephone. My therapist banned me from using Zoom because I was just constantly doing other work while talking to her. But can't you do other work while you're on the phone? But I, you know what, it is, what I do is I put the AirPods in. Okay. I plug the phone into a power source somewhere across the room. Right. And I try to just physically stay away from it. Now, eventually I want to know what time it is and I wander back over there. And <laughs> is it 11.40 yet? Is it 11.40 yet? Um, but um, no, so, uh, okay, so that's that one. Next one. I, I try to end each workday until every email. I don't end it until, until everything is dealt with. Every text, every call, every email. So at the end of the day, there should be no start emails, no answer texts, no answer calls. Now, look, unanswered might mean, no answer might mean high chance I sent it to someone else to deal with it. Or some chance that it's not it, it's resolved but not answered because I decided to ignore whatever it was. Um, but everything should be dealt with one way or another. And then the, that day's do list should hopefully be completely empty and the next day's written. Um, next one, I have an exit strategy for meetings. So basically after the 30 or 60 minutes, depending on how long the meeting is gonna be, there's either someone prearranged who's gonna pull me out of the meeting with like a five minute warning. And if that's not gonna happen for whatever reason, I set an alarm on my phone, right? And when either one of those things happens, you know, person coming in or, the alarm going off, then like kind of getting out in time and staying on schedule, a lot easier. Um, I keep macro lists of everything that I'm doing in the big picture. So whenever there's a free minute, I go through the list, see what else comes to mind, remember something I haven't done yet, ask a question I haven't asked yet, whatever it is. Um, and that helps sort of just keep me focused and helps shit get done. And the list is pretty broad, right? There's a work list that has things like the fund and the consulting firm to the Gotham Book Prize and the podcast and voting and 12 other things on there. 
And then there's a personal list of sort of the key people in my life and health and whatever else. So, um, but I go through those lists a lot and that does help me um, kind of feel like everything is, is being handled. Um, I do not let the perfect be the enemy of the good. So I, I would much rather get a lot of shit done at 80% good um, than a few things done at 100% good. That's a personality thing. What do you think the threshold is? 80%? Yeah, I think that's probably about right. Okay. Um, and so, look, one of the things that requires, though, especially if you are the founder of a business is there comes a point where you have to be willing to let the perfect not be the enemy of the good because if you believe that only you can deliver the work product necessary, you're just a single provider and you can't do anything beyond that. And so in order to build a business, you have to at some point reach this conclusion. And if you don't reach this conclusion, I don't think you can succeed running a business. Um, next one, I try not to waste time on stupid things. I spend zero time on social media. I don't use TikTok. I don't go on YouTube. I only watch TV if there's something specific. Like I like this one line in here. He says, I, I don't fall down rabbit I holes. I don't fall down rabbit holes. I really don't. I don't, I don't Has go it on, never happened? It's very rare. I don't go on Reddit. Um, I don't. When like, you watch a movie and you hear about like some historical figure you never heard of, like you don't go on Wikipedia and like check very, that shit out? Very rare. But even, even if I am, I'm still watching the movie at the same time. Right. right? Plus, um, you're like texting me. or Yeah. I'm reading a book. If 40 pages in, I'm not into it. I'm just, I'm out. Right. Um, and so, you know, I, I really, I think there are things that just sort of get people sucked into me. It's not that I don't need to, like, go online and relax. I just have my system where I'll play, like, 2048 Bricks and listen to, like, a 40-minute You know, podcast. I don't even know what 2048 Bricks is. Is that just right. a common it's thing that like everyone uses? It's Tetris and 2048 combined. I find it relaxing. You do? Okay. So that and, like, a, a, the, like, an entertaining podcast that I'm sort of good for 40 minutes. And But that, for me... If I need that, I'd rather just know that and do that than just start randomly scrolling TikTok. So you won't just listen to a podcast. You got to be having the twenty forty eight bricks going on too, or like how's that? Or I could be in transit, going from point A to point B, okay. walking the dog. Yeah, I don't think I can just sit and listen to a podcast without anything else happening. Okay. Um, all right, maximize technology. Right. So even little things like it, whatever book I'm reading in, in hardcover. If I'm really into it, and I then download the same book on my Kindle so that when I've got 20 minutes on the subway, I have the book and I can go toggle back and forth. Do you do that thing where you sync up the audio with that too? No, I tried that. I had that go. It doesn't work actually. It's like a totally different experience reading something and listening to it. It doesn't yeah. work for yeah. me. But generally speaking, I'm like a sucker for every sort of efficiency improving gadget technique what about those those services that have the shorter books what are those called like ziply or whatever it is like yeah so it's funny i tried jordan i think listens to podcasts on like 2x or something like that 2x one and a half that's insane i tried that and i just it it, to me was obviated the point of of the enjoyment of the podcast so i actually am a a 1x guy which is 1x though 1.1 1.2 seems manageable but 2x jesus yeah so all right next one um so there are things that are important in life to go to. I think more than we might realize. Weddings, funerals, graduations, birthdays. But the reality is 90% of shit that you go to that you don't want to go that you don't want to go to, you didn't need to go to. I know. To, I've never right? seen you at one of those parents' nights. Yeah. Actually, I did see you once. Once I did. Because guess what? We I'm were with Luigi's my fucking once. kids. Right. As opposed to pretending to be such a great parent by hanging out and drinking with the other parents. I remember that time I saw you at Luigi's. It was weird that you were there. I don't know why. I I, I remember going to that. And I'm not sure why, but I remember being there. You made me and Tom leave with you. Briefly. Remember that? Oh, <laughs> got it. Okay. Yeah, but like galas, cocktail parties, networking events, conferences, like anything that's mainly small talk, I just don't go to, and that works pretty well. Um, and look, 
it is arguable that my inability to go to all of this stuff does have some sort of price that I pay for it. But if it has affected my career, if, if you believe that all of this networking is useful, then I would have to have suffered well, so some So I have a question on this one, which I'll jump in and ask. Because, problem by but, not doing it. So what are the ways you, because you know a lot of people and you've, you know, like, how do you, like, how did you meet Jamie, for example? Just through they government? Were, no, no. Uh, one, he was in private equity at the time, and one of his portfolio companies had a real problem and they needed our help. Okay, so it was like just a straight business thing. I, yeah, I love the view that, one, my work speaks for itself. Right. And, or I speak for it on things like this. Well, it does now, but what, like 10 years ago, it didn't, right? But it did. Because even the stuff that we ran 10, you know, we, we first charter school campaign to ever beat, to beat the teachers union or legalizing fucking Uber or, you know, uh, FanDuel or when we legalized the UFC in New York or all these different things that we did. Yeah, those were all big, controversial things. And so I kind of feel like whatever I say and do publicly combined with the work itself from a business standpoint, is generally sufficient. That doesn't mean that I won't go out for dinner with someone that I'm introduced to if I think that there's some real potential value there. Um, but I don't really go to conferences, and generally speaking, you know, all of that shit's a waste of time. Okay. Um, travel. Travel. Uh, I am highly ruthless. I don't care about points <laughs> or miles. I will take one airline. Uh, one direction. Do you have like a shit ton of miles somewhere that I can No, have? I don't think so because I think we don't ever, ever, ever think about that when we book travel. We right. just book the most efficient option at all times. Um, so I don't think that I do. But like, you clear, might. clear or on the flip side, if taking the six train to Midtown's going to get me there faster than being in an Uber, I'll take the fucking six train. Or if I can cram in a phone call while I'm in the Uber getting from point A to point B, so much the better. And one one pro tip here, if you line up calls you don't really want to deal with and do them all on the way to the airport. Because it takes an already unpleasant experience, which is driving to JFK or Newark, and at least while talking to who you don't want to talk to doesn't make it any less unpleasant. Yeah, I would think it would make it more unpleasant. It does, but then you sort of feel productive when you get out of there. You're like, you whoa, I just went through hell. Yeah, I, I had a shitty trip that everyone had to do, because that's how we get to the airports in New York. Right. Um, or... Um, but at least, like, all these annoying people are now off the list. I like that. So Kennedy Airport's almost like a virtuous thing. Someone for... calls you, like, I'm on the way to the airport. It's like, they don't care about you. This, <laughs> this is a throwaway call. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't um, give away that secret. Yeah, now I'm going to have to lie. Yeah. I'm the airport. No, I say um, my most important calls for when I'm going to Kennedy. Exactly. Uh, start my day early. I wake up generally between 5 and 5.30. I've got a morning routine. I don't necessarily get all of it done, but if I can get some combination of it done, it uh, it really, I think, gets me kind of focused for the day. Um, and also, generally speaking, and this is sort of a change as I'm approaching 50, which is, you know, my productivity and my health are directly related. So I used to be the so typical, like, I'll just fucking work through it. I'll over, I'll pull an all-nighter. I'll power through kind of when guy. When last time you pulled an all-nighter? I mean, for work purposes? Yeah. Or really any purposes. Uh Long fucking time, man. Yeah, I don't remember. It's, hard, it's uh, scary to think of all nighters. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, so, point being, I, I really do try to prioritize by prioritizing and putting creating time for other things that are not work, like sleep and therapy, and going to the gym and meditation, whatever else. You actually make your work better. Did you? Uh, well, I know we both listened to the Ari Emanuel uh, uh, interview on on Freakonomics. Mm -hmm. 
So he gets up at 4.30, and yeah. then he does some crazy shit, right? I, there was something about a helmet that he puts on. Yeah, and he drinks these live microbe things. Microbe, what does that do for you? I think if you're in New York, you just get the microbes. They just, they just come in through system, the streets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. California, um, you need to add the microbes. It, it, you know, he was better than I expected. He was not, he didn't come off like a dick. He was endearing at times. Sets off. No, I just mean, yeah, I, I just no, mean in terms, overall, of, in terms of but, his like work habits, early but, but morning go, routines. Going into the listening, I was like a little. You're ready for like you know, secrets of an thought. asshole. Yeah. yeah. All right, next one. I'm disciplined about sticking to my schedule. So, like, this is the, let's say I'm writing a column or I'm working on fiction or whatever it is. And if it's going well, I have no interest in anything other than continuing to write. It's the only thing I want to do. But you know what? If I've got to go meet with a founder or we have a hunger meeting or I need to leave to go to the dentist, like, I stick to my schedule. Okay. Um, create a lot of home games. So, basically, I, my office is right next to the Union Square Cafe. And what I have realized is it is the kind of place. The food's good. It's not amazing, but it's good. But it's a very welcoming place that people like to be at. Do you have at. a table there? Just, like, the table? Um, yeah, usually kind of in the back left. But uh, sometimes we mix it up a little bit. Um so I basically invite everyone to lunch there. People are happy to go there because they like being there. I'm happy to pay for lunch because you just say I saved me that whole fucking commute to wherever I would have gone instead. Um, and the same thing, like people come to the office, like everyone under the age of 40 wants every meeting to be a coffee meeting. You don't have to meet them for coffee. Like they can come to your office. Um, and so I just try not to leave the office if I don't have to for work-related stuff. Uh, next one. I accept that everything has to get done over the course of a week. That's 168 hours in each week. And not, things don't have to happen at the exact same time every single day. It just needs to get done, right? So if that means that I'm at the gym at 9.30 a.m. and I'm writing fiction on a Tuesday at 2 p.m., but then I'm answering sort of emails about our venture portfolio at 5 a.m., like, so be it, whatever. It's just got to happen to get done. Uh, and I don't worry about the order of it. Um, if I can't do something immediately, I write it down. Um, I'm always taking notes so I can prevent things from falling through the cracks. Sorry, I'm also choking on nothing. Um, <laughs> so, like, whether it's an idea for content some or a new concept that I want to put out there in the world or write about or talk about or something we need to do for work or personal, whatever it is, like, either I do it or I write it down. Um, try to talk less in meetings. Um, you know, once in a while, meeting just needs to be sort of dominated and run through very quickly. But most of the time, I walk in knowing what I think. So the only real value is hearing what everyone else thinks to see whether or not what I think is still the right choice in my view. So talk less, listen more. And if a 30-minute meeting looks like it can get done in 20 minutes, just fucking drive it through and end it. And people right. are happy to have their 10 minutes back. And 20-minute right. clock be 10, same thing. Um Compact. So for about 15 years, I lived and worked in the same neighborhood, and the kids' school was there too. Um, I get that that's not obviously not feasible for everyone, but look, you know, the general choice made was I'll trade space because Gramercy Park's not a, a place where there's massive amounts of space available for most people um, for convenience. So to the extent that you're having to choose a little bit of like, hey, I don't want to have to commute, but I also want A, B, C, D, and E. I cited on the... I remember the, how tiny your apartment was in your Gramercy Park. Yeah, very small. Yeah, right. So... Um, I had a joke. It wasn't very small. It, it, <laughs> it, I side on the... I'll, I'll, I'll pay for the commute one way or another. Um, outsource, uh, you know, laundry, grocery shopping, driving, reservations. If I can pay someone to do it, I choose that option. I understand that's a luxury that I now have because I have made money. Um, 
But at the same time, from a broader perspective, I like to think that one of the reasons that I have time to keep trying to do new things is that we're pretty good at hiring and our policies allow us to sort of attract and retain really good talent and people. They're good at their jobs. I probably pay them more, which means I make less than I could if I ran this place more as a tight ship, but they're good at their jobs and that saves me time. Um, and that lets me do new stuff. So outsource wherever you can. And I think we're finally, thank God, in the last one, I have a... Is this a waste of your time, Bradley? What's what's going on? We'll have to determine you, that after the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no, I actually said thank God more because I just feel like the listeners must be so fucking bored at this point. No, this is what they're listening this for. This is like my 20th one. All yeah. right, literally. All right, the last one. There's a macro coding framework for my schedule that I use. It's just in my head. No one until the big reveal right now really knows about it. But, but what I do is I everything fits into one of five buckets, right? Just anything kid-related, anything kind of relationships, friends, family, whatever, things that make money, the things that fulfill me, so volunteering, foundation, writing, podcasting, teaching, mentoring, whatever, and then five would be anything health-related. And what I try to do is I look at the schedule, say one, two, four, one, you know, and the point of that is if all of a sudden a number is just not coming up at all, I know that something's missing, and then I can kind of try to adjust for it. So... Those are my 20 time efficiency hacks. Hopefully some of them might be useful for you too. And then uh, I know you have a bunch of questions for I you do. about okay. the answer. But, but you also send us yours like at um, yeah. Firewall Media because we'd love to um, just kind of hear what other people do. Um, okay, so uh, a, a common theme obviously is speed through yes. your day. So is there anything you'd like to slow down and learn how to do better? Yeah, I mean, I think asking questions and listening is something I'm, I've been trying to learn how to slow down and do better. Uh, this was not on the work side of it, but I really put the work in to learn how to meditate. I have a class with an instructor every week. I had it yesterday, um, and that was about being able to slow down and actually really focus on my breath and, and do it right. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. With that said... There's also the, well, if I'm hyper-efficient, I can get everything done, and then I can apply that extra time savings to something personal that's enjoyable. Well, that's what I mean, like a skill or activity like play chess like or... Woodcutting or whatever it is. Woodcutting? Uh, um, Rummy Cube. I recently learned how to play Rummy Cube. What is Rummy Cube? It's like a tile game, so it's kind of like gin, but with tiles. I guess it's like an old Eastern European Jewish game. My sister said we used to play it with my grandmother, although I don't remember it, but I've learned recently a friend of mine plays it. And, and you uh, like it? Yeah, I like it a lot. Okay. Are there any chores you actually like doing to sort of work for the sake of work? Yeah. Generally, I'm actually a pretty good straightener upper. Um, and <laughs> really? I really don't, yeah. And I generally don't mind kind of loading, unloading the, the dishwasher. Although, I don't know if you feel this way sometimes when you have like guests at uh, your house on Long Island, but sometimes upstate, it's like, okay, I've now emptied the dishwasher for the fourth time today because we're entertaining eight people. And like, I'm tired of unloading the dishwasher. Yeah. But no, that never but, happens. So um, yeah, so that, um, there are certain, like, certain errands I like doing, like, again, upstate, like, I liked going to the CSA and, like, picking out the vegetables and flowers or whatever it is. Um, so there are occasionally uh, errands that, that I don't mind doing. What was the last piece of time management advice you picked up from someone else? So we mentioned, like, the Ari Emanuel thing. Not Most of the conversation was not about his schedule or whatever, but there yeah. was a fair amount of it. Yeah, that, that that's a really good question. So I'm going to quickly, we can edit this part out and quickly glance at the list. No, this is like, this is good this organic is good podcast organic matter. Podcast Bradley's consulting his notes. I mean, I think that at least 
when I kind of went from a world where I worked in government to a world where all of a sudden I started making money and being invited to all of this stuff, I clearly got direction from some people that you don't really have to go to the stuff, right? Right. But I'm now sort of blanking a little bit as to who that might have been. But there's no way that I was just like, fuck all this, and (laughs) had no sense at all that that could be, you know, that could be done. Um, Yeah, I'm really failing to answer your question here, Hugo. Um, Do you eat fast? Yes, too fast. Too fast? That would would go on the list of doing things slower. And do you like to cook? I like to occasionally have a cooking project. So like a Sunday night to make dinner for the kids, I like that. I might like making like a pulled pork on the big green egg. So if it's a project, yes. But if it's sustenance cooking, no. No, it's ordering. Yeah. Um, What bores you more than anything else? Like what's the thing that we just got to stay away from it like at all costs? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, Wow. So this is a... True pause. Yeah, this is a That's true pause. Stumped. We'll what, get back to you on that. What bores me more than anything else? I mean, there are people that are really fucking boring, <laughs> right? Is it process when someone walks you through a process? Generally speaking, that, that's a good point. I'm not a process person. I'm more of an outcome and result person. So, like, yeah, someone endlessly walking me through. Here's what's boring. A deck. When someone takes 10 minutes to tell me what I already knew they were going to say. Right. But isn't that business? That's a lot of my life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay. I, I, I mentioned this when it came up, or I think I, I, I made you uh, uh, talk more about it because it was in the written piece, but you said, I don't fall down rabbit holes. So I, I think that's a, an incredibly, like, that's what I do. I fall down rabbit holes all the time. I've noticed. Um, yeah. So here's the question I have is, what is a rabbit hole you have fallen down? Like, like what's something that, like, where you're like, oh, fuck, I just wasted... 20 minutes of my life finding out. I could read a book review, then go download the book, then start reading the book, then realize I didn't like the book, and 20 minutes passed, and it was like, why did I just do all that? So I guess guess that could happen to me. Is there anything in your life that improves by going slower? Yeah. I I think overall probably happiness to a certain extent does, and perspective, and wisdom, and self-awareness so yeah i mean i think it's but going slower can mean one of two things it could mean the specific physical act of doing something at a slower rate than before or it's having a macro concept in your head of time and how you use it and what matters and what doesn't matter and everything else and trying to think through that intelligently is what ultimately produces greater uh, happiness because the more that you know yourself, like what I've learned is over the course of a week, uh, I like seeing people that I care about. I like doing things that are sort of new and creative and make money. I like doing things that are intellectually stimulating. I like doing things that make me feel fulfilled. I like doing things for my health. And like, I just need that mix. And when I have that mix, I'm usually generally reasonably happy and if it's all one thing, kind of almost regardless of what it was, like that doesn't really work for me. All right, one more question. You ready? Yeah. Okay. So we've t- as we've discussed on the podcast and just between the two of us, like baseball has improved a tremendous amount this season because mm-hmm. they ensued well, a pitch clock. Yeah. Right. Not not the Mets. But, but that, this is the problem. It's uh, they're so intertwined for me. Right. That like it, it. Don't worry. This isn't a baseball question. It brings me pain when you bring up the just Mets. baseball. Just baseball. Your pain. Baseball at this point. Yeah. Okay. So so the, so now in baseball, for those who don't know, and I'm sure most people do, 
um, you have 15 seconds to, to throw the baseball when nobody's on base and 20 seconds when, when they are on base, the pitcher has to do that or they call an automatic ball. Mm-hmm. Um, so what else in life would be improved by a pitch clock? How about we give everyone else in the world speed, and then I'll feel like we're operating at the same pace. <laughs> everyone else has to take speed? Yeah, I feel like everyone... Everyone's like, too everything slow? Everything is always too fucking slow. Yeah, man. Like, do you know how fucking annoying it is to just, like, go through life where people just take five times longer to say or do something than it needs, and you already fucking know what they were going to say or do to begin with? Like, if everyone could just speed the fuck up, like, we'd get a lot more done. All right. Um, Bradley, I hope you have a couple of good weeks off and look next week for a, uh, like a the greatest hits as, as selected by Hugo. <laughs> I think so I'm, I think I'm actually like going to take a couple of episodes and we're going to, we're going to splice, splice them together. together. Just yeah. I think we're going to do something really, but I'm going to go back to some of the early ones. Maybe we'll do a bloopers reel. What if we did a bloopers reel? Yeah. Or there's probably, anyone... or, or, you know, we used to do those fake commercials. I never heard those. I heard that you did that, but I never, heard I lost. So I used to make up a fake startup. And then write an ad for it, record it as if it was a serious thing, and then never acknowledge that it was a joke, and put those in the middle of our. Episodes. I love it. That was like your DIY kind of period. Yeah, like those when, make our own ads. Yeah, it's like um, it's like mimeographing your own zine or something. And, yeah, and somehow like I enjoyed doing it, and then I just somehow lost the urge to do them. Yeah, um, I and then go some back of them ended up in the some of them ended up in the novel. Right, in one way or another. Oh, is that like the flying car thing kind of thing? Yeah, like someone will get referenced in various ways. Wow, but, uh, it all comes together. It all comes together. <laughs> so you could just play those. Okay. Well, I'm getting a look from Megan. Megan like, saying don't no. even think it. I'm going to be out of the country. You guys decide what it's going to be. <laughs> all right, Brian. All right. Have a great See vacation. Bye-bye.